What's going on, guys? This is Kevin and Nick again here with the NK Pod. We told you we'd bring some awesome entertainment, and we are bringing it to you right now. We have on the on the Zoom call right now Justin Taylor from the Justin Taylor Band. Nick, do you want to say anything before we get started? Yeah. It's going to be a good time. Oh, yeah. It's going to be an awesome time, guys. Um, I'm super excited to have you on, JT, man. It's been it's been a while, uh, you know, um, this is true. since we've hung this out, man, true. but... For those of you that don't know, I actually used to play with JT. Um, man, it's been a while since that. It's already been, what, three, four uh, years ago. Yeah, almost, almost four years. Yeah, yeah, man. So me and JT go way back. Um, thought it'd be an awesome time to have him on the podcast, learn a little bit more uh, um, about him, what he's been up to, how the band's going, and uh, just have an awesome time. This is going to be a great podcast, and we're going to have some fun. JT, what's going on tonight, man? How you doing? Um, it, there's a lot going on tonight, but let me tell you what, I'm doing fine. I'm doing just fine. And uh, <laughs> me and my son, where we just had some chicken nuggets from Wendy's, mm-hmm. and uh, and he ate all of my chicken nuggets, so I had to cook him uh, an additional chicken breast that I had in the refrigerator. And you know what? He's sitting over there watching his cartoons, and we're about to have a good old time on the podcast, so I'm excited to be here. Awesome. Oh, man. Thank you for joining us. This is all completely new to me. Uh, like we said, we really wanted to bring some good entertainment on. We've seen some of the things on Facebook. He's told me things on personal accounts that y'all have done when y'all are going on shows. This is going to be interesting what we're going to be talking <laughs> about. Yeah. Oh, I lost him. I lost it. I think it's frozen. Got Zoom just completely disconnected. All right. We, uh, we're going to... Be re- oh, it's actually still recording. It's still recording. <laughs> Guys, we're really sorry about that. We had a little technical uh, difficulty right there. We lost connection with Justin Taylor, but we're back. What were we talking about before? Because I just lost my marbles. So. Yeah, we I were- was just saying go check uh, Justin Taylor <laughs> band out on Spotify, uh, YouTube, everything. Um, I was telling JT, I like Wide Eyed and 17 that y'all have released a little while back. I saw y'all yeah. finally put out Better Days uh, recorded. Yeah. I remember playing that back when it was just a... A song we had, so I really like that on the recording, man. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. It, was real, it was a real fun time recording that one. That's probably my favorite to this day. Yeah. Well, once again, for those of you that uh, haven't heard the Justin Taylor band, JT, can you tell them a little bit about like how you got started? You know, back you in the OG days. Yeah, absolutely. Justin band, <laughs> yeah. Um, so it, it happened. You know, I, I uh, played guitar and, you know, when I was younger throughout the middle school and high school. And then I started singing in my bathroom, like with my guitar, not in the shower or anything. I always sing in the shower like everybody else does with the Celine Dion's and, the, uh, <laughs> and all that other nonsense. But no, I, I used to take my guitar into the bathroom and I would sit there and I'd strum on it. And I would sing and I would sing and I would sing and I could hear my dad from the other the room. Shut up! You know? Uh, he just couldn't stand it. And so as I kept singing through the years, I started singing like at like 15. Uh, it took me about a year to get where my dad wouldn't yell anymore. And so I was like, all right, maybe this is going somewhere. And then I would sing in my room where the walls are a little bit more thin and he wouldn't yell. And then uh, uh, one day he was like, hey, man, do you want to come sing at my cook-off? Uh, my dad's a barbecue cooker. Mm-hmm. and uh and i said yeah dude uh what, what do you want like just me and my guitar didn't know anything about audio engineering pa anything like that and he was like no i want you to get a full band together uh in three days and be able to play for four hours and i was like <laughs> oh my god <laughs> sure okay. i was like perfect that sounds good so i called up a bunch of buddies uh scott alarcon uh ethan oh, connor and uh, Levi Chesney were the first uh, guys. Levi had a drum set. I knew Ethan from church, and uh, Levi was his friend. And Scott played a guitar, and I played a guitar, and I sang. And we basically just threw together one set, like one hour-long set, and played it four times uh, the whole night. And my dad was like, oh, this is so good. Like, you should, you should come back tomorrow night. And so I was like, cool. I came back the next night. I had like just a little freaking boss speaker I plugged my microphone into and I had an acoustic like wedge guitar amp like a little tin water and we brought the drum set out we brought Ethan out we brought everybody out and we played that show and literally from that point on in 2015 like early 2015 we never stopped playing and it's just grown and grown and grown from there 
Yeah. Yeah. I remember uh, seeing y'all play, uh, you know, uh, that, that year, I think y'all originally started what the first shows I think were what, like tw- late 2014 and then going in, in 2015 is when y'all really kicked off. Yeah. And I remember being like, dang, cause I well, for the first time I ever met you was actually, believe it or not, uh, cause we went to the same high school together. I remember seeing you used to walk around the cafeteria playing your guitar yeah, I was and that singing guy during lunch period. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. that guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. So I had this friend. His name was Armando, and he thought he was a rapper. And he was like, "Yeah, man, you should bring your guitar. We should, we should put out a tip jar." Because lunch. acoustic and rap go together well. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> I mean, hey, uh, Ed Sheeran did it, but you know, I digress. Um, uh, but yeah, and so I brought my guitar, and we would just sit and lunch, and we would pull all the the threes and the fours. And they would be like, "Yeah, you guys are so good." And we'd be like, "Yeah, girl, yeah, we can." Yeah, that. Uh, yeah, I remember that vividly. So that's how I knew about you, and I saw y'all had a band going. And I remember thinking, like, "Man, these guys, these guys are so good. Like, I'd love to play with them one day." Never thinking, you know, I'd ever actually play with y'all. And uh, I don't remember. I think it was Chance DeBose that ended up. I was talking to him one day. And y'all were looking for a drummer or something. I remember I sent in that cheesy little video to you. I know it was so good. Yeah. I loved every second of it. <laughs> you know, normally, it's Wait, so funny. It's so I'll tell you right now. It's so funny oh, because has it. I I, 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 I have it. I'll probably send it to you guys after this. Oh yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's when when we ask for people to send us a video, normally it's like, hey, send me a picture of you playing a, a live song with your other band. Well, Nick, I guess, didn't have a band, so he set up a camera in his room and his drum set. Just, <laughs> he just played through some cadences, like just did some drum beats and shit. He did a little solo, and he was like, hey, that's my audition. And like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was, like, I was like, all right, that's, this is a good video, and I showed it to the, the boys, uh, and they were like, yeah, let's, let's, let's have him in for rehearsal. And we used to rehearse mm-hmm. at his mom's house upstairs. Yeah, in the game room, man. We, really? We, yeah, our first days of when I was in the band, we rehearsed in the game room. Like we did like three or four times. Yeah, it was pretty good. So, Todd would always try to beat us up. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The infamous Todd. The Todd. Yeah, I love Todd. <laughs> I love. I I hate him, but I love him. It's like a love hate thing. What's funny is you even tell him that too in person. So he's gonna be watching this. I can't wait for him to watch this. <laughs> I know. I always tell him that he he acts. You know, it's like you know he, you would think that I, the way he acts, I don't tell him that to his face, and I do. I he just I just love him. Yeah, <laughs> I love him. <laughs> Pretty much probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I I remember, man. We, we uh um. You go in the 2015s. I think I joined y'all. What was that late 2015 when y'all already kind of had a foundation going, yeah, and uh, we kind of built in going into 2016 for a bit. And uh, man, that was a pretty that was a pretty fun time. You know, what do you what do you think about that year 2016? I felt like that was a really foundational year for you, um, regardless of any band situations, just for you yourself and, and the brand you stand for. Yeah, um, it was a uh, it was a big move because. Uh, you know, this whole Texas country music scene, these red dirt guys, you know, they're real like, you need to have a fiddle. And if you're not playing a steel guitar, then you're not playing country. You know, and uh, and we were we were really not that. We were like uh, in the studio with Wade. We had a lot of indifferences with uh, with Michael. But, you know, Michael, he, he ended up liking the, the music and it was good. But it really, it, it took a turn from like us trying to be whoever the the next big pop star was or the aaron watson or the at the time cody johnson wasn't barely that big he was just a guy that was touring around with us and uh you know who's going to be the next that guy and we were like well let's just take the foundation of that music and and put our own little rock and roll twist on it and that's what we did and when we when we put out that uh, trouble in the dark video you know, it, it had cheesy country music lyrics, but it wasn't really your cheesy country music music. And uh, we did a cheesy country music video to it, but it was still cool. I mean, we still had a really good time, and it was like kind of pushed us into radio, and it kind of pushed us into the to the to the northern parts. You know, we had you know, we had a lot of radio play in Seattle, and a lot of radio play, you know, all over that coast there. Mm-hmm. And you know, it kind of pushed us that direction. That's my son. 
<laughs> yeah, I remember we did that. What, Duty what, calls, Dad. What city was that in Washington? We had that radio. What's wrong, buddy? What happened? <laughs> what happened? What's what's? For, I don't know what that means. Bring him on. Bring but him on. There he is. Oh, Already please. on camera. Look at that. <laughs> Already. Yeah. So that that uh show uh not show we did that radio recording i remember when trouble when we were releasing trouble in the dark and everything what 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 city was that in washington uh it was somewhere i think it was by portland or something yeah that was funny it was a major radio station and i remember we were listening to it they had us on the we we called it on the phone and it was uh luke bryan played jason aldean played and then they played our song. We the <laughs> Justin Taylor band was big in Washington. Like huge. Really? They wanted, yeah, they wanted us to come yeah, down dude. there like so many we times. Like we like when we went to 100.3, the bull down here and Washington, Washington State. Yeah. How does that even happen? I don't know. I have never no played, played, ever played there live. To, and, yeah. it, and what happened was the the receptionist for that radio station was like a huge fan, and she was like, "You got to get these guys on. I'm sure they'll be on." And they called us, or they emailed us, uh, our management at the time, and they were like, hey, we want you guys to come and uh, be on this radio. And we're like, you know, 17, 18 years old, and we're like, yeah, we're going to be huge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, real and then quick, they didn't uh, even ask us relevant questions. They were like, oh, who kills the spider? And I was like... Yeah, it was weird. I, who kills the spider? Like that was one of the questions. Like, which one of you guys is the one that kills the they spider? They do that to celebrities all the time. They'll ask some things that are like that completely off the wall, and sometimes they'll ask things that are inappropriate questions. Like when they're yeah. asking about Jonah Hill and his weight loss, he's like, "Okay, I'm more than my weight." Thing. Oh, he gets so, so mad gets when people so, ask about. Well, that. yeah, because I mean, it's a little insulting when they when people are so talented and they start talking about you think they're going to talk about your next stuff and mm-hmm. things like yeah. that, but they just kind of go off the wall somewhere. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. A funny story though, about uh, trouble in the dark and I'm, I'm in the 2016 range right now and then we're going to move forward. Um, but I just had just some funny experiences we had together. I think people find funny uh, before we recorded our trouble in the dark music video. Uh, you remember, I think it was like a month or two before that we went and played a show down and san antonio and if you remember right there was this group of girls that that was at that show and they were like talking to us and everything after and uh, uh i'm not sure what ended up happening then um i just remember they they loved the just oh Taylor band. i remember that yeah yeah we were playing yeah. in cibolo cibolo <laughs> that's texas. right cibolo texas yeah, by, yeah right yeah. outside of san antonio okay yeah. yeah i figure you find this funny but when we recorded right i never thought we'd see these girls again right? <laughs> they showed up to the, to the music <laughs> i walk out of the the restrooms and stuff behind the stage set up like with my clothes still like in my hand like walking back to my truck that was parked in the field or whatever behind that and I walk out of the restroom and these four girls are like literally, they somehow, they went under the tape and everything, got lot. behind the stage. <laughs> and I remember I walked out and they looked at me and I, and the thing is, is like, I don't know how they knew my name or whatever. And they were like, that's Nick. And I was, I just looked at them and I just kept walking. <laughs> but then I think you ended up talking to him later that night. But I thought that was so funny. Like oh, they yeah. came from Cibolo, Texas, San Antonio, wherever they're from, all the way over to the music video. Pasadena. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Pasadena, Texas. They came for Nick is what they came for. No, they, they came, came for the They drummer. came for JT, man. <laughs> <laughs> popular belief. J- JT has and always will be the, the heartthrob thing going on. <laughs> yeah. So what about the story? You told me one, uh, the story about when y'all went to, but you were under 21 at the time. I was under 18. At the oh, time. you were under 18 and he was yeah. the drummer. So he just came in. Everyone just kind of, <laughs> you tell yeah. the story. It's too good. <laughs> yeah. Well, did, yeah, did, did, did you remember that like by that. chance, JT? The, the first time or the second time? The first time. There's a second time. Okay. Uh, well, the <laughs> second time they didn't mess with us because they knew, um, but uh the first time yeah he uh like we loaded in and they were like all right you need to go to the front and you need to show them your ids so they can mark your wrist to show that you know your age and uh it was like the owner he's like this little um he was probably like 
I, I don't even know his ethnicity, but he didn't like. He was just like yelling at us, like, "You guys need to go right now, and you guys need to get your IDs taken." And so we were like, "All right, cool." So we go to the front, and you know, just casually, and you know, everyone gets their mark, you know, because we're literally every single one of us, but Michael, who was like ten years our age, is ten years our age, uh, you know, gets the X, and then Nick just comes up and he's like. Oh, <laughs> and uh, they were like, I'm like a baby at that time, dude. They're like, oh, you're not even old enough to be in this club, bro. And yeah. I was, and he's like, 17. well, I'm playing with the band, and he's like, there's no band here tonight. And it was like, we're playing in the back, like the country hall, and uh, and so they throw this huge fit, and they like, he's like, you need to leave. And so Nick like walks out, walks around the back, walks in the back door we came in, gets on the drum set, and we play the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to call him and say, open the back door. Yeah. That's all he did. I mean, we, he just walked right in the door, walked right at the drum set. We freaking clicked in, and we went to the show. Yeah, they can't kick us off once we're on stage. Uh, you know? <laughs> yeah. Can they? We don't know. They can. Maybe. They I can. doubt it. They, they can. can. They definitely legally can. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, dude, I, that, that's 2016 anyways. That, that was pretty awesome. Um, we we'll play Marble Falls and everything that year. Um, but I know um, you've done a whole lot since I was in the band with you. So, like, what's been happening, like, you know, well, 2017? Well, I mean, since we, we, 2017, we, there wasn't a weekend I was at home uh, that we were Friday through Sunday playing shows everywhere i mean everywhere we went to freaking kansas all at alabama uh just anywhere anywhere on the coast we were there um we didn't play in arizona that was the one thing we didn't arizona was the one we didn't and i was kind of upset about it um (laughs) (laughs) but yeah arizona was like the one place we didn't hit and i was i was super upset because i wanted to go through arizona because i've been told it's a cool drive but 17 was pretty much just very non-productive studio wise we um but yeah uh we didn't really put anything out as far as uh music in 2017 we uh we really took it real slow um and we we didn't take it slow but we were touring like touring 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 and we were kind of recording here kind of recording there uh, the money that we were spending, we were just like buying gear and then selling gear and then buying merch and then sell, selling gear. And uh, and then it got to the end of 2017 and we took a little bit of break until about February. And February, because uh, something happened in February. Uh, we had a, like a contract dispute with uh, JSU. Um, mm. they called mm. us back, but that was like a, it was like a real short thing and, and the, but it brought up other things. And so we took a little break and it was from about December to February and we came back and we hit it hard in 2018. And in 2018, we went to everywhere again. We put out the, in December we, we toured, it was just touring. Like we, we went everywhere all over Oklahoma. Just, you can't even imagine some of the stories I could tell you that would not be friendly to any kind of thing. Yeah, but I <laughs> um, can imagine. But uh, man, we, we 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 got crazy. I'll tell you a couple stories in a minute. But uh, once we released, and in, uh, in December we released that record. Uh, I believe it was like December twenty eighth or something, right before the new year. We released that EP, uh, Better Days. And when we released Better Days, man, it just went whoosh. And, like, it was everywhere. People were DMing us here. We were having, like, uh, I think, like, 1,200 streams a week, which doesn't sound like a lot, but for zero uh, national promotion, it's, it's pretty impressive. That's pretty and, a lot. Uh, and it was, like, 1,200 streams a week for, like, three months. And it was, like, Canada, uh, a lot of Canada, like, like 200 streams a week in Canada, um, you know, all over the U.S. Uh, and there was only, like, surprisingly enough, there was only, like, 300 400 streams a week in texas and they were not in houston they were like austin college station and uh and so we were like this is weird we we need to move we need to go and and be elsewhere other than texas because for 2017 and uh, 18 majority of the touring was done was was in texas and so we were like we need to move and so we started playing in oklahoma uh grand lakes in oklahoma that was a big popular spot for us 
and uh man it, it just got crazy from there we played in vegas like we we did the mgm saw that yeah um, all over plastered all over the hotel yeah <laughs> so uh so they actually so the on the mgm where it says like there's a there's only one billboard on the mgm there's two technically but there's one big one and it's a digital one and it met for 24 or 23 hours and uh 55 minutes it's david copperfield across it but for five minutes a day they go through all of the events happening in the mgm but for five minutes, they go through all of them. And so we just sat there and waited for the five minutes to come to snap the picture. And then we snapped that picture of uh, 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 freaking the St. Patty's Day green that they had on there. Yeah. And we had this black Justin Taylor band logo. And we just photoshopped it onto the complete building of the MGM. And everyone thought it was like the huge MGM uh billboard but it was not the in fact the only billboard that we were on was the one in the back it was probably no bigger than a school bus and it just said justin taylor oh the one on facebook (laughs) that i'm seeing the one that's on the hotel yeah 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 okay but uh but for five minutes a day we were on the hotel just not that big it was just it just just happened to be it worked it was good promotion same thing uh, and a lot of people uh, surprising a lot of people came to vegas because trips right then at the time were uh pretty cheap there's like uh you know 15 people that came from texas to go and see us play in uh in vegas that's super pretty cool awesome man. y'all do any gambling or anything while you i gotta there? tell you what dude i probably made like 400 dollars a night in pits and i don't have a dollar of that money because i immediately went on my breaks to the slot machines and spent all my money <laughs> slots is, yeah. is like donating to the cause for casinos well see like what happened was what happened was i was like i'm only gonna spend twenty dollars of my tip money on slot machines like i'll go and i'll play the blackjack table for like a hundred bucks but i was sitting there at the damn slot machine it was the tiger one and it goes yeah. Rah, when you win yeah and <laughs> and i was pressing the button and this woman next to me it's the double jackpot for like twelve thousand dollars and i'm like oh my goodness <laughs> like i just watch her come up and put a 20 in and i'm like jesus yeah and so i caught i caught the jackpot fever is what happened my second night there and i just went and i was i was slot machine i won 350 dollars on a dollar slot machine uh on a five and i spent all that too you need to learn how to play roulette because it's the red and black game Oh yeah! 50%. Oh yeah! I won four hundred dollars. I cannot that go. weekend. I, I earned my trip back because I went during COVID. I didn't. I'll care. be there in a minute. So. Daddy's hey, Daddy's didn't working. Care. Huh? Didn't care. Wow. I know. Messed up. <laughs> it's gotta be Cooper. <laughs> Cooper. Someone farted in this room. Damn it, right Cooper! And it wasn't you, me. Blake. <laughs> Damn it, Blake. Oh my god, I'm gonna show Blake in the back. Yeah, let's go ahead and show Blake. Let's see Blake. Blake. Everybody give Blake a shout out. Blake a shout out. Go Blake. Blake, how dare you? Blake, he said, How dare you, Blake? He can't hear you. So (laughs) Which means you can talk all the mess you want. Um and he can't. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Cool, man. Um I know this obviously this year in twenty twenty, no one's been playing really. So you know, I remember back in the day and yeah, your your um um Kaden is her name, right? Yeah, your, that's correct. Yes. Your girl's name is Kaden, right? Yes, yeah, correct. Kaden. Um, you know, so I know she, uh you know, I'm I know she's she's probably well aware uh, you know of everything. Um, but I, I know back in the day, man, you were a ladies man and we were living the band life and and everything. So, first of all, <laughs> con- congratulations. I see you were having a, another son. Second child um, coming correct. up, so congratulations! Thank you. That is spawn. really awesome. Look, I'm 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 two away from a full band. All right, I'm two yeah. away. Yeah, you could have the the uh, JT5 going on here gotta be soon. Keeping up keep with going. the Kardashians, all right. I'm just gonna take it to a whole uh-huh. new level. For sure. Hey, well, they canceled, man. So there's a void going on right now. We, we yeah, I know. I, I just need to become a lawyer, get murdered. 
and then my family will be rich for life. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where, where I was going though is, you know, this year has put a lot of different things in perspective and, you know, like I said, you know, back in the day, you know, band wise, you're a ladies man. Um, you know, some, you know, um, all of us at some point were, but, uh, what, what's it like? I mean, it looks like it's pretty darn awesome, you know, with the life you got going on now with Caden and your son, you got another one along the way. What's that like, you know, going from, you know, kind of where, where, where you were doing now to this awesome, you got this, you got the band still, you know, going and then now you got an awesome family going. I bet that's really fulfilling for you. Um, yeah, I would say fulfilling is a good word. Um, stressful <laughs> is another good word. Um, I lost, I've lost a lot of hair. In between yeah. In. Yeah. That's yeah. A good word. That's a good couple words there for you. No, man, it's great. Um, Your facial hair? It looks like you shaved. No, that, this is this is because I'm a, an inspector now. I got a an inspector. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> and I have to, you know, don't want to die, so I gotta, you know, keep it down to the stash. But right. I've gotten a lot of compliments on this stash, so I don't want to hear it. <laughs> there you yeah. go. No, yeah. but uh, but yeah, it's just uh, it, it definitely opened my eyes to a lot of uh, what's necessary and what's not necessary, and what's a need and what's a want, and uh, it just comes down to what you need and what you want are the same thing, but you know how to separate the two, mm-hmm. uh, and so it just becomes, you know, I could go out. Well, right now I couldn't because all the bars are closed, but uh. You know, I could go out and I could play every weekend if I wanted to. I got I got a list of you know, hundred bars I could call them. They would they would let us in no problem because you know we we've built a lot of good friendships over the last almost five years now. Uh, and but you know it comes down to I can play three shows a month and you know get the same joy and the same amount of push you know online with with the online, you know, being what it is now with your, uh, with your outlets you have now and you spend just the, the same amount of money. I could take the money I spent on gas touring all over this country and put it into, you know, online social media, you know, promotion. And, uh, it, it's just, you got to find the time to spend with your family. You got to find the time to put in the max effort you can to your career you know, without right. Yeah, yeah, you're finding you're finding a healthy balance between it now. Yeah, 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 and uh, and that's just what it comes down to. A lot of people uh, call it you know giving up or uh, quitting or you know not being a professional anymore. But you know, there's a priority, and some people don't have children, and some people don't have the priority. Hi, I'm not mm-hmm. your mommy. Yeah, get out of here. You want another? You want another thing? You want another sour patch kid? Yeah, here you go. Take three. Take three. Don't tell your mother. Here. Well, she's going to see it. Oh, well. She's going to see it. She'll she'll find out then. (laughs) She'll find out then. Uh, She got you. Yeah, it's just just finding that balance. And uh, for a little while, it was real hard because it was, you know, for the last five years, that's what I did and that's what I wanted to do. And that's what. You know, I felt I was getting the most joy out of, but towards you know the uh, when I switched over to uh, focusing more on the family part of it, you know mm-hmm. it it was more like I was going out just to go out and make money to pay off you know the the gear we got or we were just going out to play some more music because that's what we had to do. But now that we are playing far and few between, our last show we played there was a there's a huge turnout and so it almost benefited you know taking this taking it slower and uh you know it's building a, a demand again you know because people haven't seen what is the justin taylor band in a while and in the last six months before covid and then from the six months from january to whatever uh the, the justin taylor band has turned into something completely different in, in its own um as that and so we're really excited to uh We've been recording at Chuck's. We've been recording at uh, Wade. We've been, you know, we, we've just got a lot of influx of different creative, you know, creative juices coming together at once. And we're really excited to have this new sound come out. And, uh, 
Yeah, because you sent it to us just a just like that's, a half hour that's, ago. <laughs> that's something completely different. Oh, um, yeah. I was about to say because what you sent us, I was like, we looked at each other and our jaws dropped, and I was like, Fallout Boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what happened, baby? But yeah, I was I was astounded by that. I was like, Texas country music artists and everything. I was like, cool. You know, everything that we were talking about, the entertainment. And yeah. then he sends us that to us. Oh yeah, this is a this is a minor, the little project I'm working on that no one's heard of. Yeah. You know, I guess zero. except for us. So there's like five or six people that's that have heard of cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, five thanks or six for, people. And I was like Thanks for sending that <laughs> over, dude. Yeah, we were we'll probably be jamming into it because after this podcast. Even Blake was like, yeah. What? <laughs> like that yeah, one, man. that's Justin Taylor. The one we're talking to is just yeah. that's the one. That's yeah. a we've actually uh, me and my buddy Bamer, we've been playing a couple shows around the Austin area as that group. And uh man, I gotta tell you, in Austin they, there's a bar called Jack and Ginger's and they're all they're like an alternative uh like just do whatever you want kind of bar. And they we've played it twice now. Well three times. We played the first time they had us back, the second time they begged us to come back. And this yeah. last time we played it was it was COVID. It was like three weeks ago. No, it's a month ago now. And it was packed. There wasn't a seat in the place people were there and they were there to party with us and it was as that group man it was really cool but yeah and that's a real fun thing that he and i do it's just like a passion thing because we found it really hard to be getting into the country music and the red dirt because our new sound uh which i i should but um but it's more rock but this is something that we were doing like we were just gonna have some fun and it came from a file that we found from like five years ago, uh, and we had we had done it in a studio, and we just had it you know mastered out, and then we we added to it and you know put some lyrics on it. It was really badass, and uh, I, I'm super excited to get that to people because the you know five or six people now, almost ten people that I've showed, have just been like, this is cool. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we're probably going to be jamming to it on our speakers later tonight because after this, it's um, yeah. we're going to full send it. So, yeah, dude, <laughs> man, so, dude, we oh, put a lot of fun energy into that, and dude, it, it's freaking, it's something that it, I haven't been it's like. It's hard. It's hard, man. <laughs> yeah, dude. And basically, what it was was, you know, uh, Bamer and I. He's he's the bass player, guitar player now. Uh, Michael Gorsuch just joined back up a couple months ago, and so he's been playing guitar. But um, Mike, but no, man, we we freaking we love like that pop punk, like that early two thousands, uh, late nineties, like Simple Plan, the you know all that stuff. And we were like, let's just let's just make a group, let's just make a group and do that. And so we we played in Austin, like I said, at Jack and Ginger's, and uh, you know it was Justin Taylor, but we were like, hey we're doing this new thing and they're like yeah try it out and it, we freaking killed it we played one country song all night long and it was friends in low places and so it was really cool man yeah that's really awesome are you still playing that bud light song that we used to do in the cook-off tents yeah so we only play it at the cook-offs now um we were gonna record it but um so just not a high demand from people for it well it's like well, the it's, people it's, it's the a high now, demand it's, yeah. it's it's a high demand song, but the way it was then, it just meant a lot more to the people that we were around because I was basically friends with every person that was at our shows. Because at the time, yeah. the only people that I ever played for were the people at the cookoffs, and so you could okay. keep you could make a, a personal friendship with every single person as you went mm -hmm. on, because you there was the only people you played for, and it, you know that's a really hard thing to explain to someone who that's my son shooting us oh okay <laughs> hey, you want to come show me your pal pal oh i'm no. sorry <laughs> that's <Okay>. funny <laughs> look let's see if i can let's see if i can shoot him <laughs> i'm not gonna say but that reminds me of that video like what does it yeah, what yeah. The sounds <laughs> make? I was like, but uh <laughs> But yeah, uh, and so that's a hard thing to explain to people is uh, when you start playing out of town and you start building all these different friendships uh, and relationships with different people, and you start meeting more and more people. It's a, it's a, it's like 
people are like, oh, you forgot about us. And it's like, no, I didn't. I just don't see you anymore, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember at one point when, uh, even back when I was in, when you were just like, when the band was really starting to get going, I remember back then we were getting flack from, you know, some of the, the people back home, Pasadena Deer Park, saying like, oh, y'all are going out too far from y'all's base. And it's like, well, y'all are saying you you, know, you gotta you grow band to expand and get big and then you'll get mad because we're playing in austin like you can't, you can't please yeah. anybody when it comes to that kind of stuff yeah and, that, and that's we're actually starting to figure out too yeah like, man dude, yeah, it's we have, crazy we have people in our own circle that are giving us flack for <laughs> our own podcast yeah, like, man, it's ridiculous it's, it's, like, just like, it's like you know what fine dude it, it just take this whole spotify thing that they're that they're complaining about now you know, yeah, the Spotify pay its its users or its uh its artists a lot like a lot less than it should, absolutely. But they're hating on the owner who made a billion dollar company from the ground up for for making a billion dollars. Like, oh sorry, man. <laughs> I didn't mean to go and make a billion dollars all on my own hard money, you yeah. know? Well, like, it, that's don't capitalism, hate on though. If, yeah, if, like, if you assume yeah. all the risk and you put in all the work, then there, you should have a high reward. Now, of course, there's, you know... But, uh, but yeah, man, you, you, you put in all the risk. You're, you're exactly right, Nick. You put in all the risk. You, you, you fork out hundreds of thousands of dollars of your own money once you're able to apply for those kinds of loans. And then you take that risk. You take that risk on your life, on your credit, you know, anything. And that's with any business, but Spotify, you know, and then you've got all these freaking honorary, you know, I can't believe this artists that are like, <laughs> freaking Chance the Rapper won three Grammys and he never sold the song in his life. He's before, I don't know if you guys remember this, Chance the Rapper was uh, famously known for. Uh, only streaming through Spotify. He didn't sell his music. He wanted people to just be able to have it for mm -hmm. years. For like his first three albums, yeah. he did that. Well, and, I mean, uh, the money, I mean, at least when I was in it from what I remember, pretty much the money these days and is only in touring and merchandise, really, correct? Yeah. It's, uh, you know, you got you to gotta mm -hmm. suck it up. Mm -hmm. Baby, I don't want to shoot you anymore. Well, yeah, so I know he's right there. I don't want to shoot you anymore. He he loves to play. He loves cowboys, westerns. He loves playing shooting. Yeah, and he yeah. has this old pistol, and he's just like pa 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 pa, shoot you. No, 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 baby. Here, I'll play with you in five minutes. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Did you hear that? Yeah. yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, you know, before uh, we start closing out, I just wanted to ask you, with COVID and everything going on, you know, what, what's your opinion on the on the music scene right now? Do you think um, there's going to be a forever long-term effect on this in a negative way? Listen, listen, you... listen, listen, listen. Go ahead. The music scene has been dying for a long time. Uh, the, the music industry is a dying industry. Where is, it's probably never more, been never more, like, easy to be famous like the, for someone to be famous is is, is the, it's the easiest time to be famous because you, you have facebook make a tiktok 10 yeah, seconds can, long and, and that's the problem and the problem with the music we... the problem with the music industry is any kid can go and spend three hundred dollars and get them a at-home studio spend a hundred dollars more and get melodyne and make a rap song that can play on the radio tomorrow and and that's what's happening. People are going and they're going to buy, they're going to buy splice. They're going to get splice on their TikTok, and they're going to record a 30 second cover of some Adele song. And they're going to put a rap beat behind it. And they're going to be famous by tomorrow because they've got 3.5 million views on TikTok. Oh yeah. I have a friend right now that's famous on TikTok. I'm not going to well, say his anymore, name. Cause it's down. <laughs> oh yeah. It's, I guess yeah, it's going it, down. Well, I mean, it doesn't matter. It's going to be bought out. It'll go down and it'll be bought out. Some American company will buy it out in three months. It, but, yeah, it will happen, but if not, it will rebrand into something. But but, but the problem is, yeah. music the music business is about to have a huge, huge regression. It's gonna be it's gonna be to where it's gonna go back to where you're gonna have to spend all this money again, and it and it shouldn't have had to be like that. But these producers and whatnot they've taken advantage 
I'm, um, I'm excited to hear some a little bit of internal politics that y'all have dealt with. And you don't need to say any specific, don't say any specific fan names. You can just say band number one, band number two, just for anonymous purposes. But things you encountered that are like politics wise going, like trying to get bigger things that happen that somebody bigger doesn't like. And then, yeah, I mean, and that's another thing. These guys, they, they become, especially in the Texas scene now with the social media of everything they build these personas behind the music right and it almost becomes like you know you got band a who's who's a who's got this online persona like he's a billy badass and like he's a he's a rock star and he wears jorts and 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 he wears uh freaking jordans on top of him with his hair in a ponytail and plays you know just punk rock music oh, and then you ask talking about and then you ask I know, I know who you're talking about now it's and not then you, of context okay and then yeah. you and then you go and you talk to the people who've known him for years and they're like oh he's just a sweetheart he's just a yeah. nice old southern they, they boy. have a character to play on stage and then and then what happens is they make it big and then you've got the you know you've got guy number two who can't really sing he's kind of tall he's kind of good looking but uh, he's got excellent producers behind him, uh, and then he makes a persona, and it's like this cocky kind of almost arrogant, but it's cool to be arrogant, cocky, and the and then the fans by the thousands just Are flock you towards asking them. him to be arrogant, and yeah, but yeah, and they love it, they eat it up, and then the people who are making actual good, decent music become mm-hmm. irrelevant, and so you got you got people who put out you know their new song and you can't even tell what genre of music it is and that's really what ruins the idea of genres and what ruins yeah. the idea of genres is when you start just to mix them, like, oh, well we can do whatever we want and that's good you can you can absolutely do whatever you want when you make music but the problem is, you ruin it. is about. yeah yeah and I, i'll never dog anyone for making any kind of music they want and that's awesome mm-hmm. but what happens is the personalities that they bring into the scene and the fans change their mind, and they don't care what to hear. So you're cool with being famous for three months, and then you drop off, and then everyone's looking for that same kind of music and that same kind of persona. They don't care about old, old, you know, whoever Joe, you know, John Husack or whatever, you know, playing yeah. real music, been playing for ten, you know, ten years. He went through that where he had to pay you know, $1,200 to get, you know, 500 CDs made. He went through the having to spend all your money on gas to do radio tours. He went through that. And then now he's trying to adjust and he keeps staying on top. But then he comes back a little bit more because you got so-and-so coming in and they got a TikTok and they made a funny video and people like it. And so they're going to say that that's what music should sound like now. And that's really where it comes from. I mean, and it's the same thing with TikTok, or uh, not. And I'm not hating on TikTok. There's a lot of cool shit on on TikTok. Um, and you got people on TikTok, you know, and Facebook, and they make literally anyone can make a one minute and thirty second video and sound good. You can run it through Melodyne, auto tune it, and put it out. And people are like, "Give this yeah. guy a record deal." He yeah. never played live show. Got famous. He was all famous off of YouTube. He was That's covering how- stuff for, and making his own music on acoustic stuff. And someone somewhere said, "Give that man ten million dollars." Yeah, I think yeah, that man, that boy yeah. at the time. Well, I think he when did he signed. He was like twelve or something. Yeah, or he was super young. Yeah, I mean, and, and thirteen. Kane Brown. 13. I, I truly, I truly Blake's a huge J- Justin Bieber fan. Yeah, huge. Oh really? Yeah, just loves him. <laughs> but uh, but no, I truly believe that the downfall of the music business is the technology and we've kind of created our own downfall kind of thing because and where is you know this accessible you know you can go and get freaking um a, a sonar which is a uh, a recording software you can get sonar for free now and it's an incredible it's an incredible recording software you can download it on your mac you know you can go get a mac for eight hundred dollars at a pawn shop and you can make what people spend thousands and thousands of dollars and countless hours on. You could make a 30-second video of you singing a cover with auto-tune all the way on, and somebody gives you 30 seconds of fame here and there. And a prime example is, you know, a lot of people say this, and I am on the same train. The Old Town Road guy was the downfall of the music industry uh, because... He's a he was a troll. He came out as a troll, and then he decided, "Hey, I'm actually going to go into music." But he had the number one the, 
the number one song. What was it? It was voted the best song of 2019. Oh, uh, he Old was like Road. record number of weeks, I think. Yeah, as number record one. number. And all he did was take a beat he bought off of YouTube for $5 and put. You well, know, like. Yeah, I mean, good for him, you know, on yeah. that, on his success. Yeah. I, I don't mind. Like, I'll listen to the song. Like, yeah, I mean, it's a catchy song, I'm, but. I'm not saying that the song's bad. Yeah, but I see where you're going. But it yeah, took him. It took. Yeah. It took him. He put five minutes of effort into that song. I guarantee you. And he just, he just spammed Twitter. He he even said it. He made multiple Twitter accounts, spammed Twitter for days and days and days, and then it, the song blew up. And it was at first it was a it was like people were making fun of it, and then people started singing it, and then he's freaking that headlining what they, Coachella. Yeah, this is what they ask for in the nightclubs too. Now they are yeah, paying money to hear song. it to tip out the DJ, and they won't play it unless someone comes and pays money because they know they'll pay money to hear it. Yeah. No. I, I, I went to I went to a, uh, a a Kojo show in August when he put it to Oda Center, dude. And man, he roasted that guy dude. on stage so hard. He did. Yes. Oh, yeah. That guy's not afraid him. to say what he wants. No, Cody. Uh, Cody blasted him stop. on stage, and at first I was kind of shocked. And I remember well, Cody has always said what he's going to say. And uh, yeah, you I'm can a, YouTube it because there's YouTube videos now. Yeah, dude, and, and, it was and, funny. And that's yeah. just the problem. And so it, it makes guys like me personally. This is just from me personally. It makes like what's the point in even making music that matters, you know? Mm-hmm. And then that's this is where you get this emotionless content from, you know, because. Just imagine, on. yeah. Just imagine, and, uh, and all of a sudden, oh, yeah, that's gonna trigger um, all the girls right now. <laughs> I don't really yeah. care. Come on, the song's terrible. It, so. it is. It is. Dude, I, every day on Facebook, I'll see a post where somebody's condemning that song for whatever reason, and there's always a a girl that's like, "How dare y'all say this? Oh, she's she's an empowered music. Yep. She's just making empowering, her music. empowering. You know, yeah, you know, a Lizzo. Yeah. The you know, the, everyone's like, Lizzo empowers me." And that's cool. But you know her biggest song, Truth Hurts, was a ripoff of some guy that posted it on Twitter. It, it's a fact. Ooh. She was sued. She was sued. She was sued for millions of dollars. And the only reason she won is because her opponent ran out of money. They couldn't they couldn't afford to keep pursuing the lawsuit. Yeah, it's, it's I the, all the appeals. They just have to appeal after Yeah, her, that's her, all her, she was doing was appealing. Was that? appealing. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's that song, Truth Hurts. Truth hurts. Like, why men great till they got to be great? Yeah, it's called Truth Hurts. <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> I don't... <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it, 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 makes, it makes people who are making, you know, music with their soul, like, you know, and putting everything they have into their music, want to just be like, why do I need to make music anymore? You know? That's why you don't hear from people like John Mayer anymore. John Mayer puts out a single every now and then just to stay relevant. Yeah, his music is, like, so good, too. It's Yeah, it's incredible. The days of... I feel like the days of that mystique behind bands and that that mystique behind people is what made people so huge. Like back in the day, like when Kiss was artificial huge. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, well, I mean, back in you mean like the mystique of Kiss back in the ZZ Top, John Mayer had it, um, Nickelback and all that. But now there's just all these things coming out. It's just it takes away. I think shows are gonna kind of condense down to where if you're huge, you're playing. House of yeah. Blues now. I mean, just yeah. think. Yeah. You think that they're gonna go and let freaking Hall and Oates play now? You know, no, they're not making a Hall. They're Hall and Oates or Daryl Hall and John Oates. They're not. They're not making it. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sad to see. I think there's gonna be a few um, some country artists that after COVID aren't gonna be able, aren't gonna be on the scene anymore because yeah, they can't as you it. know, there's a there's a point. And the especially in the Texas scene being independent. Well, there's a hierarchy. There's like oh, you want to put it in your pocket. Big big ones. We know who are like the medium sized ones, and we know who are the people who are just starting. And whenever mm-hmm. the big ones can't sell the outdoor amphitheaters because they're not allowed to be open, they have to go back to the big nightclubs, which is where the medium people were. Yeah. And so the medium people have to really try and market themselves to the nightclubs to prove. We can be here too, or do openings, depending on what kind of deals they make. But other than that, they're going to go back to the bars. Yeah. And we even saw just locally, um, I think Parker McCollum played here locally, yeah. like at a bar. And, you know, it was one oh, of those, yeah. He sells out the Wolfpin Creek Amphitheater. 
Yeah. But, and I was like, but they are forced to do that right you now. Saw, he just played at Harry's, right, last weekend? Yeah. I didn't know that was over. You know, that's also going to even the okay. playing level. You know, that sounds weird, but when they come back and they start allowing, you know, stadiums to be open and these big artists to come back, I mean, just think about all this money. You know, people are like, oh, you know, they got millions of dollars. That's fine. I'll tell you who has the millions of dollars. It's the record company. And these people don't yeah. tour because they want to make more money. They are touring to pay the record company off. And the record companies are just sitting there just waiting to make that money, waiting to make that money. Mm-hmm. So they're going to make them wait. But the guys who aren't on major record labels are going to come and play these local bars. And these guys that have been slacking it in their local scene, been playing around the same three bars for you know five years, they're going to have to step their game up. And the weaklings will fall out. And the ones who want to work will make it. And that's just, I mean, yeah. if you believe in Darwinism, that's Darwinism. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because wow, there's a, a there's a point where you could be selling, you know, a thousand people crowds every night, you know, you know, let's say two fifty to a thousand people, but all your money may be going literally to paying your band barely enough money. That way it can keep everybody on the road, eating and everything, bills paid, and then paying replacing your equipment, um, paying for the gas and everything. But then if you stop those shows, all the money's gone. And yeah. you can't keep going. So it's that's gone. why I think there's going to be a lot of people that were big, kind of big, you know, like, oh, so-and-so is coming to Houston this weekend. They're playing mm-hmm. at um, Big Texas when that was, you know, still a thing or, you know, Stampede Houston. And I think even Stampede Houston. Um, we're talking about Stampede, they, no, they, Big Texas. Is it? Because Big Texas in Clear Lake, that was uh, which one was it? That's that now down? Rowdies, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so no, uh, the the Rowdies is still open. They bought Big Texas Spring, but there Big was Big Texas Spring. That's where I'm yeah, going. Yeah, Big okay. Texas Spring, and then Wild West closed down. Wild West, that's the one I was thinking. Of. The one off of six ten um, on the rodeo side of Houston. Okay, yeah, because I remember. Yeah, okay, I remember one closed. And I was like, oh man, that sucks. Yeah, Wild um, West closed. Uh, you know, I don't want to say thankfully, but. Unfortunately, it was not a music venue. Uh, <laughs> Wait, hold on, I got it. Why was it unfortunately closed? Well, yeah. Well, no. I was just saying. Uh, fortunately, it, it wasn't a. Uh, it wasn't a music venue, so we didn't lose a music venue. Oh, okay. I thought that you had yeah. bad beat. They were. Oh no, 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 no. Wild West. It was a dance. It was just like a like a yuppie dance hall. You know. Okay. Mm. Nice, nice. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, man, it's just the music scene is going to have a weird rebuild after this. It's going to be very strange. Are we going to see influx in ticket sales? Maybe, most likely we're going to see an influx in, in ticket sales, but we're also going to see a rise in ticket prices because they're going to be trying to make that money back. And if it's not in ticket prices, it's going to be in merch prices, which are already insanely high. But you're yeah. going oh, yeah. to see that money be made up somehow. Yeah. platforms like I, itunes and uh, not spotify but like itunes and uh and amazon music like two dollars a song now yeah it, it's, maybe you're gonna see I mean, it i promise you you're gonna see it i called it right now i promise you you're gonna see these mm-hmm. put it on that money happening. that money is gonna be made is gonna be made up from somewhere yeah yeah definitely so on that one uh i don't know I, i'm definitely ready for a good concert i think a lot of people are gonna be Ready to pay that money. Ready to pay that money. And, and let me tell you, the record, the record companies, they know this. They know this. I guarantee. Oh yeah. I guarantee you, these artists are making up the the most incredible show you ever saw right now. Their their guys are talking about pyrotechnics, firecrackers. Oh yeah. I mean, this. they have the break now where they can't oh, perform yeah. to be like, I'm going to modify and make this the best dang show, and everyone's going to be doing it. So they're not going to be the best show. Shows are just going to improve, oh, I yeah. think, just overall because they don't have to spend so much time on the road right now. They're everyone's thinking the same thing. Oh well, when we come back, we're going to be the very best one. Like you said, the mm-hmm. pyrotechnics. Yeah. All the uh, lights and everything that they've been and, waiting to put off, all those projects. It's like the in-home projects we saw at Home Depot. Oh, Everyone's yeah. renovating their houses now, mm-hmm. and that, they they're the renovating their performances. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because what are the, what are the Texas guys going to do? Because none of these Texas guys do pyro or lights. There's a couple of guys yeah. I know that have incredible light shows. Sam Riggs, uh, uh, Cameron Nelson had an incredible light show. But like, what are these? Yeah. Are they going to put? Are they going to put the time? Or are they just going to come back and play and cuss on stage? Like, what are they going to do? You know? Yeah. 
Yeah, I think there's definitely going to be some polarization too when everything comes back between people that have. You're definitely going to see who was working and who was, you know, messing off the whole time. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely so. And I, I can already think of a couple right now that I'm pretty sure they're going to come back and it's going to be like, huh, what? Well, and, and also <laughs> these Texas guys, who knows? Like, you, you might see a rise in the Texas shows. You know, you normally you can go to, you know, Harry's and get a $10 ticket and watch whoever, you know, Will Green, uh, you know, whoever else plays there. You know, I don't know anymore. Reed Southall. You know, you could get a $10, $15 ticket at Harry's. Right. You know, they're, they're going to be trying to make their money up too. Who's going to go and pay $30 to see Reed Southall? Not me. Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly that too. You know, or any college kid, you know, at that point, you know. Mm-hmm. So they these guys are going to need to think of some way to do it. Shit, some of them might even just be like, it might be a positive thing. Like some of them might say, hey, we just want to, we're just ready to play. Like, let's just go out there. $5 a ticket. Let's play, you know. That's awesome. Yeah. And JT, I, I, I really thank you coming on here. This was very informative. This was no really problem. awesome. I had a good time. Yeah, yeah. man. We're going to be promoting your stuff uh, as soon as yeah, – well, yeah, as soon as this is over, we're going to be finishing up the little bits. Um, Absolutely. But, man, th- I can't thank you again. This was a really awesome experience for us. So Yeah, no, I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, and uh, before we end, real quick, where are you living at now? Gear Park again? Yeah, or? Seabrook. I live in Seabrook. Seabrook. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll need to get together soon. Um, Let's have for some sure. beers. I, I love. I love yeah, beer. Dude. I love. I think it's alcohol. already been a year since the last time you were on my porch. So. Yeah, dude, that was so crazy. I, I, I would love to do it again. Get. We ran into each other at the Pasadena Rodeo last year. Had it. Had oh it, yeah. Had it, so. Well, that would be awesome. I'd love to get together. Uh, yeah, I'd love to. Yeah, come on. Let's let's have some stuff drinks together. I, I I frequent College Station too. So. Oh, oh yeah. Well, Hey know, man. Well, I'll t- well, we, I'm not gonna say where I'm at, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll, we'll coordinate we'll it. To 1856. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for sure, dude, man. Yeah, come up here. Um, you know, and we plan on. I'm sure there's gonna be other times we're gonna be on this show too. So we really appreciate oh, yeah. it, man. Thank you for being patient. Um, you know, getting everything set up earlier and. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No problem. Know, I'm definitely definitely excited to get this released and man dude thank you so much no problem thank you guys for having me i really appreciate it yeah absolutely buddy any last thing you want to say before you get off well thanks for uh doing the podcast man a lot of guys are trying to do it you guys are doing it right i seen some dudes just set up their camera and uh have you know just a computer thing so you guys are putting some extra effort in it's it's a from me outside looking in and being another professional it's a different profession but to another professional it's, it's good to see guys who are still, you know, actually going to put in some work and get some good things going. So uh, yeah. thanks, we really thanks. appreciate that. We yeah, do. Thanks, yeah. When Kevin and I long hours, this, we thought of this idea and he even told me, uh, and I completely forgot. I lost track of time. He said, man, it's just amazing how much I was accomplished in six weeks. So like it was only six weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. man. <laughs> six weeks I was, ago. I was conjuring this? up the idea for a while and I brought it up to Kevin. I was like, man, I'm kind of wanting to do this deal, but, you know, I just don't even know where we would start. And next it, it was thing a I lot know, more. It was a lot more than you thought it was, wasn't it? Oh, so oh, much more. It's so much fun. I mean, it's oh, so yeah. stressful yeah. sometimes, but I would. Yeah. This is our thing. This is what we're doing for now oh, on. Yeah. And this is. I don't care if no one listens to us. They're gonna. It's our thing, man. We're it's gonna like put it out anyway. We run this like if if we're about to walk on stage, like before. Yeah, man. We That's go, how you it's should. like yeah, sound check. Yeah. We're having a good time, man. We got music going. We're getting pumped up. You know, so yeah, yeah. it's like it's almost like you know being being in, in, you know in the band or something, dude. We we have a good time with it. So yeah, it's, and it's let me really tell great. you what, guys. If you guys keep going on this, man, I, and you keep and you keep putting the effort you have put into it, you know everything oh, else will, will come. Everything else will come. But you know, just focus on doing what you got to do, dude. That's that's all. It. Don't Absolutely. listen to the don't listen to the haters because you'll have a lot of them. Whether you're doing good, you can't or please everybody. Bad. Yeah, yeah, and and I honestly believe there's some people that go into the haters group that wishes they were doing what you were doing. And oh yeah, it's not. And yeah. so some of that, some of the critiques you get are actually constructive, and some of them you have to split up and be like, well, that was just because you're hating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, like, thank you guys fine. so much. Like I had a good time. Um, I'm free to do it whenever you guys want to do it again. So just call me. Okay, Absolutely, man. man. Yeah, have fun with your kid. We're going to sign off right now, so. Take care,